Well, welcome back to the Meaningful Success Podcast. This is Way Clark and my son, Joe Sario. And we're here in 2023. It's amazing. Actually, for us, it's not yet 2023, but it's about there. And uh, we're excited about the new year. Um, Josiah, how's your week been? I've been sick. Yeah, no, it's I've kind of been, a yeah, I've, um, and that's apparently a whole lot of people are in the same boat right now. Um, I don't know if it's like the flu or what it is exactly. I know it's not COVID, but uh, it's annoying. Um, yes. And it just kind of has gone on and on and on and on and on. So I'm feeling kind of under the weather, but we just got done with Christmas and that was really fun. And we, unfortunately, we wanted to have... Uh, Grace, my sister in town, but flights got canceled because of winter storms. And yeah, it sounds like it was absolute craziness. Her airline, not only was her flight canceled, but their phone number, customer service was down. Their website was down. Their app was down. Yeah, just just totally, totally crazy. So that was kind of a bummer. But overall, it was, you know, it was outside of that. It was a really nice Christmas. And yeah, so that so what about you? Well, it was the same. I was disappointed that that uh, Grace couldn't come, but it's been a it's been a good week, and um, obviously we got to have pie. <laughs> yep, yep. So, but, um, so f- why don't you explain that a little bit? Because <laughs> I don't think I don't think most people. Well, okay. So, so the reason the reason we were going to do this was because originally Grace was going to be in town, right? Correct. So originally, because Grace missed out on Thanksgiving with the family, we were doing kind of a Thanksgiving redo uh, for Christmas and basically doing, you know, a very similar sort of meal again. Yeah, turkey and dressings and And pie, most importantly. (laughs) Um, And so for the fourth week, I bet my dad's going to be saying how his weekly favorite is pie, but that's okay. Not really. Actually. Okay. To be fair, you only did that two weeks in a row. I I made it a joke. You were going to do it a third. That's true. That's true. um, Yeah. So, so it was very good food, but you were saying, well, it's, but it was, it was, uh, it was just, you know, it's not the same. Uh, Grace is our life with the party kind of, uh, she's just, uh, you know, She's just hilarious and a lot of fun, and so we'll just have to reschedule that time. So, But today, I really thought it'd be good for us to kind of take a step back and just think about our last year and forward for this year with just a real simple concept. What's one thing that we plan to start in 2023? What's one thing that we want to stop from what we've been doing, and what's something we want to continue? in the next year. So that's kind of what we were going to talk about today. So I thought maybe we could just get started with that starting thing. And I'll ask Josiah, what is something in 2023 you want to start doing? I guess this counts. I want to start publishing. Ah. Uh, I'm probably going to do a crowdfund to get this going uh, soon, but I want to publish my first book this spring. So it's out in the market. Yeah. So have it out there, have be, you know, be a published author, have my first book out there and then be able to get, hopefully that'll help me with getting more momentum into getting other projects. But so start doing would be start publishing, I think. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Well, for me, one of the things I want to do is a little bit more personal. I want to start journaling. Now, hang on a second. Yes. This man 
for those who don't know, he's like me, right? I got it from him. He is Mr. List. He is Mr. Pads of Paper. He buys white notepad. What is it called? Like a desk pad? These, I don't know. Legal we have pads. two of them. We have like four of them right in front of us right now. These these notepads that are like the ones that they fold from the top and you can tear them off. Like those desk pad notebook kind of things. Yeah. He buys those in bulk. He, to my knowledge, already does journal and he's a spreadsheet man. So when you talk about you want to start journaling. Yeah. Right. Well, How is that different from everything different. you already do? That's different from notes and lists and stuff. Journaling is taking time to stop uh, each day and just write the thoughts down and for me, also write a prayer out of what's on my heart, what's on my mind, just so that I can start with that. I mean, it's it's a way to kind of get some clarity on those thoughts. It's a little different than list making because list making is like all production oriented. This is more, this is more personal type of thing. See, for me, for me, journaling, I do what you're talking about sometimes, but yeah. a lot of times my journaling is sort of my way of processing through something like, like a process, like not just emotionally, but a process, right. Like working through it on paper and get how it helps me organize my thoughts. And so, so there's like, I guess we are talking about the same thing slightly differently. Cause I think, I think of that uh, journaling as like a part of my problem solving process you know, rather than, I mean, there's a pure expression element sure. of it, but I tend to journal the most when I'm trying to figure something out or work through something. Yeah, that's true. But when are we not trying to do that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is where buying these notebooks in bulk comes in. I have on my desk alone, Audrey counted them to make a point one day. I have something like 14 different notebooks and journals. <laughs> on my desk and all of them have like there's some of them that like crossover purposes but there's a lot of them that don't and like i bought a file organizer specifically to hold my notebooks um on my on my desk because there's literally like 14 of them and it's because i love i love notebooks and i love journals like i love buying them yeah uh and and having like a fresh new you know, pad of paper. Yeah. Pad of paper or and a pen that or, works well. Yeah. And like, I have my favorite pens that I use and, you know, <laughs> let's, let's turn the tables and then let's say, what is something that you plan to stop in 2023? Do you have something in mind? Yeah, actually I do. Why don't, why don't you go first? Cause I'm not entirely sure. And this one sounds like I'm cheating. I'm really not cheating because what I'm stopping is putting things on hold. We, we've uh, moved a lot in, our <laughs> in the last 30 years. Uh, we've moved a lot, changed a lot. There's always like these transitions going on here and there. And so there's this tendency sometimes to put on hold like, well, we're only going to be here about six more months. So let's wait until we get to the new place to join a gym or to, to find this church or to, to, to do whatever. And there's just things that I found that I've been putting off because of transition. And, and, and music is one of those as well. I mean, there's just a lot of things that, that I've kind of put off. So, so my stopping is 
stopping, for lack of better terms, making excuses and just doing those handful of things that are important to me and not not just put it on hold for, for so much. So you want to stop not starting things. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I want to start things and I also want to stop not starting things. <laughs> Like I said, it sounds like I'm cheating, but it's so it's what came to mind. I, I was journaling on my pad of paper in front of me thinking, what do I want to stop? And that's what came to mind. Yeah. Well, so what in the like productivity slash career slash our business space? Like what is an example of, you know, something that has been put off? And there's reasons for this. I mean, there, this is coming back to what we've talked about on some previous episodes, but there are some things that I need to get out. I, I've I've gotten the first course part of my course out on sales, mm-hmm. um, and there's four other parts to that that I'm going to be building to complete that. And it kind of hangs over my head, and I need to get that done. And so, to some extent, that is getting it in in my schedule so that there's a steady forward movement to get it accomplished. Now, I'm not putting that as this, okay, gee, now I've got to crank this out in the next two months and just overload myself. But I need to be, I need to build my plan to have that built out so that we can launch that at the, at the time we're, we're ready. Yeah. I, and then for me, as far as something I'm going to stop doing, this is actually kind of an ongoing process, but I've been learning to stop being so hard on myself. In what ways are you hard on yourself? Well, for, so for example, for lack of productivity, hmm. like being sick is a perfect example because I don't have energy or mental capacity to work on the stuff I want to work on, like writing. Right. right? And I'll sit there and I'll try and my br- I just can't. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just not up to it. My brain will not function for it. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that. But yet you're hard on yourself. Yes, because you'll you'll hear all these people's success stories and you'll compare yourself. You'll be like, oh, this person, you know, dedicated themselves to doing – like I watched a video, and this is such a silly example in a way, but I watched a video of this guy talking about – how he wanted to be uh, a professional Minecraft builder. So somebody who builds like works of art and creations in the game Minecraft for a living, right? Hmm. Which is a thing people do actually. And so his thing, he put this video out where he's like, he dedicated himself to doing this 12 hours a day, every single day, for like a year and he, and it ended up paying off and he, and he, you know, reached his goal. And so you consume stuff like that and other, you know, inspirational, aspirational stuff. And then you're in a place where you can't do that. You can't be on the grind because you're not there physically hmm. um, or emotionally or whatever it may be. And there's a time to push through that. And there's a time when th- that that's stupid, that you can't, it's stupid to try and push through that because you're just going to make yourself sick, more sick for longer, for example. Right. right? And, and this isn't one of those proverbial, oh, when I was young, I went to school and I walked up in the snow hill five miles <laughs> in the snow without, you know, because you hear these people talk about, it, well, I worked through being sick and I worked through doing this yeah, thing. No, that's stupid. It's just stupid. It's, it's just stupid. And there's a, pl- there's a, there's a place where people, well, and I've done this too, you pride yourself on on a productivity and a demand on yourself 
which is actually to your physical detriment or your emotional or mental detriment. And it's like, there's this, uh, what's the word? This, this bravado to it. Mm. There's this boasting to it. Like, oh, you know, putting yourself above somebody else because you look at somebody else and you're like, oh, well, oh, you know, you got, you got cancer and you went and got care. I got cancer and built a meth empire, you know, <laughs> like the, there's this thing where people will raise themselves above. And the reality is like a lot of times that's actually not something they're doing out of choice. Really. It's something they're doing out of necessity. And then you make yourself think it's out of choice because, yeah. you know, cause that way you feel like you have more control over your life. Right. And so it's a different, I don't know, it's a different sort of thing. My brain is not fully firing right now. And if this isn't fully making sense, I apologize. But there is that thing where you consume this sort of stuff that's telling you, hey, the key to success is to dedicate yourself and to go hard and not slow down or stop for anything until you get where you want to go. And that is valuable and admirable and applicable at times. But it's very myopic. That's that's looking at success singularly, meaning that there's one thing that defines success. And that is, you know, but your health is important. Your relationship's important. Your spirituality is important. There's a lot of things that are important. Yeah, your mental health. I mean, there's, there's a lot of other factors in real life. It is tempting. And I, and I did, I tried this. I tried to be the totally single focused person for success and my, the, everything else suffered and it took me years to recover. Yeah. You know? it reminds, yeah, it's true. And then you, I think of that Seinfeld episode where Kramer decided that he, he read something about somebody who just slept like in little spurts here and there. And, you know, by the end of the show, he's, <laughs> he's completely just. It's like like on Elf yesterday. It's like, oh, did you sleep? Well, yeah, I got a full 40 minutes. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So long story short, that's something I'm continuing to try to stop doing is being so being so hard on myself in that unhealthy, uh, that unhealthy way that doesn't actually factor in taking care of myself and taking care of more than purely how many words have I written today, you know? Right. Well, that's kind of funny because that actually plays into my continue. So when I look at continuing, and I'm not going to beat myself up over failing on this some, but I have been working to be much more consistent with things of self-care, things like getting to bed at a reasonable hour, which... I'm very common for me to go to bed at, you know, 11, 12, <laughs> you know, whatever. Yeah. And and I just, I just need to get to bed at a more reasonable hour, more consistently, continue to do that. I've already begun that, continue to, you know, exercise and, and do those types of things. And that's something for me I want to continue. I, I, I felt like I've done good progress in 2020, late 21 and 22 and want to continue that as we move forward as well. Um, so continuing on your self-care improvement correct. journey. Correct. So what is your biggest obstacle in continuing that? Um, it depends on which front. Um, on the sleep front, self-discipline. I just, honestly, after working and then you kind of, you know, you have your dinner and you clean up after dinner and stuff. And so then you have, okay, I've got three hours before, you know, quote unquote bedtime. 
I just have so many things I want to do on my own for my own time or, (laughs) you know, and even, even some of those times are taken up by things that are, they're needed, you know, have to maybe have to do the bills or, or finances or, or, you know, there's still some errands or some, some responsibilities that I need to take care of. And so there's just part of me that just like, no, I want more time to just to do what I want to do. And so that's what battles the sleep front. Uh, On the exercise front, the biggest one is, Honestly, the weather, it's wintertime now. And yeah. so, uh, you know, yeah, and you like to go running. Yeah, I like to go running or walking or things like that. And when it's too cold or it's rainy or whatever, that's that's a problem. So, so I mean, I adapt. I do exercises indoors and those kind of things like that. But yeah. that's probably the biggest obstacle there. And then with my eating, honestly, stress. Uh, it's probably my biggest, yeah, my biggest factor there because um, I do fairly well with what I eat, but I have, I can have this chronic anxiety about this or that or various things that I may be concerned concerned with, and sometimes it's just you realize you're eating out of stress. Yeah. So for me, as far as something to keep doing and reemphasize. My keep doing was not eating out of stress. My keep doing was to do better with self care. <laughs> yeah, 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 to do yeah, better do better with self care. Yeah, my my keep doing for 2023 sounds a little bit like a contradiction of what my last point was, but it's not. Uh, is to keep writing, keep grinding mm. on my writing within you know the healthy boundaries I just talked about with being hard on yourself, but. The more I've been doing it, because I start, I've I've been back in writing for about two years now, right? And in that time, I've really found that it is, you know, this is what I want to do with my life. This is what I'm passionate about. This is what I love. And despite what I said earlier, there is truth to at times, you know, the only way forward is to go forward, is to get the stuff done, is to write the books so that you can publish them. It's like, you can't publish anything if you haven't written it. Yeah. But there's, there's, there's a part of that, that as I look at the, you've already made some decisions, you've put some boundaries up that you did not place before. So in terms of how many hours you're going to work in a given day. Yeah. Like like like, putting boundaries on my freelancing and all that. Exactly. So that, so that the consistency of the writing doesn't mean that you're workaholic writing. Yes. And that's, that's what I'm, I guess that's what I'm saying when I say that it sounds like it contradicts my previous point, but it's not, you know, with the understanding that it's within a healthy overall lifestyle, like I don't write as much as I should if I want to be an author. Right. I, you know, I maybe write a few days a week at most. And really this, if I want to make this my job, if I want to make this my future, there is a place of, I need to commit to doing this. Like if it's every weekday or whatever, but, but treat it like a job, you know, you treat it like a job until it becomes a job. Correct. And that's something I'm not particularly good at because I tend to, with, um, my creative stuff that I work on, I tend to be kind of emotionally driven at times Mm. and it's like, okay, well, I don't feel like this, so I don't do it. Right. Right. And that's great for a hobby. That's a great way to not hate your hobby. But if you're trying to make something bigger than that, something that's like you're living, that, you know, you want to be a published author with a bunch of books out there, you got to right. write the books, you know? Yeah. And, and, and it's kind of like <laughs> the people who talk about songwriting. Some people say, well, it's when the muse hits me and I'm inspired. Well, you're not going to be, you're not going to be a songwriter. I mean, it, yeah. you, you look at the people who've really produced a lot of songs, they write regularly. Yeah. 
And, yeah. and some, obviously some are b- better than others, you know, but um, that's just kind of part of it. Yeah. So, so my keep going is keep writing, push through the emotion stuff um, within healthy boundaries and all that, but keep writing, yeah. you know, get back to the place where, you know, I used to have a daily word count goal mm-hmm. and that kind of fell by the wayside, you know, may, hopefully getting back to that and making solid progress toward well, kind of like Dor- of Doria Fanning Numio, just keep swimming, keep swimming, keep swimming. Yeah, ex- that's exactly, that's exactly it. Yes. So, well, Josiah, obviously your weekly favorite wasn't feeling under the weather, but what was your weekly favorite this week? Oh, it's the weekly favorite. I'm going to be cliche because we just had Christmas and I'm going to talk about my Christmas presents. Oh. <laughs> um. Audrey gave me a uh, a hoodie and a shirt, both of which are One Piece themed, which I really, really like. And she also gave me a complete DVD set of Always Sunny in Philadelphia, the TV <laughs> show. And so it's been really great to be able to go watch the, those episodes that I saw back in the day that I've missed seeing because they're genuinely hilarious. Uh. Um, and, uh, and then – my brother Peter gave me a keyboard, which is I mentioned on the podcast of uh, God a while back, uh, jokingly, like, oh, if Newfie wants to send me an Air seventy five, da da da. Well, he got me that exact keyboard, <laughs> <laughs> which is one that I was really wanting, and I'm really, really loving it. It really does. It sounds silly, but it really does impact substantially the experience of like typing and gaming on the computer or whatever it is you're doing. And so super, super thankful, super uh, happy with all those gifts. And it's um, anyway, that's my weekly favorite. Well, mine, this is actually maybe I'm cheating about a week because our anniversary was recently 31 wonderful years with Susanna. And um, she gave me a neat bracelet. um, Oh, yeah. (laughs) um, Which was kind of funny because I had got... I had given her a charm bracelet. Um, well, that's what I bought for her. She bought me this other one. Neither of us knew what each other was was getting each other. And so we we went to this restaurant and exchanged gifts. And lo and behold, we each had gotten each other a, a bracelet of, of a sort. So yeah. that, that was kind of, that was a great minds think well, alike. What kind of bracelet is yours? It's, it's There's kind like of a of, name for it, right? I'm not sure. Because mom's, you got mom a charm bracelet. Well, right? mine, mine has kind of got some leather bands, and then it's got this uh, silver plate that has an engraving on it. So, yeah, well, I just think I think there's like a name for that that for that has like that little plate with the engraving. Like that's a particular kind of bracelet. I thought but. it may be. I'm not. Yeah. Anyway, it was sure. it was really funny just to the, seeing them both have their have their matching, not matching, but you know the same. Yeah, they look gift. very different, but it was very cute. Yeah. So that's my weekly favorite. All right. Well, until next week, everybody. I am hopefully going to be feeling better then. I hope you all had great holidays, Christmas, Hanukkah, whatever. Happy New Year, fireworks, twenty twenty three. Uh, let's get this bread, y'all. <laughs> it's going to be a great year. Thanks for listening. We appreciate it and uh, look forward to hearing from you. Or, bye, bye, bye. Until next week. Thanks for listening, everybody. He's going to put that on there, isn't he? <laughs> Bye. Bye. The Meaningful Success Podcast is more than just a podcast. 
it's a home. <laughs> it's a place where people come together and belong. And thank you for being one of these people that belong in this home of the Meaningful Success Podcast. A little melodramatic. <laughs> Make sure to take your shoes off when you come in. And uh, as always, welcome home. Oh.